Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. I don't tend to be like, sir, sir, it's your, your turn. I'll be like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay, here. Uh, I learned my lesson a long time ago, Morenci. I want old, not good look. I actually want a dealer, either a male or somebody who's not attractive my because it keeps me on my game. My best experience is you want the older white guy that looks like Brian Blessing. Yes, it's a great point. No offense to Blessing, but no. not, not too sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Just some dude, a friendly guy. Some yeah. guy from Rochester. Yeah, he just wants to deal you a yeah, winner and get some tips. He doesn't care if you win or lose. Like, he's basically, he just wants everyone to have fun and sort of get by. You yes. win, everyone, he gets tips. Well, he gets it. If you yeah. win, he gets tipped. But those the pr- pretty ladies, though, on the yeah. other and hand, we, you're we getting don't, distracted. We don't say this with any, any uh, offense or anything like no. that, but I'm someone who's lived in Vegas. Um, I generally try to avoid the Asian ladies. I generally do, but the problem is there's so many of them. My boy Vince, you my my, my best friend Vince is Chinese. He avoids Asians. He does, yeah, yeah. He he no yeah, he, like he, he, could, he, no, he could tell basically is, by the look. They have a look like he goes, "Ooh, that lady's going to be tough." This is tips. That this guy, is yeah. This is tips for Vegas. Oh, I'm very good at that, yeah. Cam. Trust me. Yeah. Like I can tell. I'm like, I'm not going here. That lady. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Summer sharks. She's like that. That's like the GM pit. Like she's <laughs> the one that trains the kids. Like you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um. But I tell you who the, uh, I tell you, man, who the shrewdest are. And it's the only time that I've ever become that asshole where I'm like, wipe that smile. Like, what, yeah. do you think it's funny? Yeah. Like, that I'm losing? Like, you yeah. know, when you get, like. I, I don't do that very, I, I've done it, like, once in a <laughs> yeah, blue moon yeah, where once, I just snap. Yeah, when I go, this isn't fun. Yeah, when when you get mad at the dealer, when yeah. you blame the dealer. I never do, try not to. Is, uh, there's a lot of Somalian dealers. And I don't know, man. At Palace Station, they just have this smug look on their face after they beat you. And I remember just looking at the girl. I'm like, yeah, you think this is funny? I'm like, yeah, it's real good. You got to remember something. Real, dude, I or I was at a table with a Russian yep. guy. We're going to get to Mick Aussie right now. But we'll tell the story after. I was I lived at Palace Station for months, so I saw a lot of crazy shit. Oh, yeah, it's a crazy place. <laughs> I was playing blackjack at like 4 in the morning, man, for a couple hours. There was a Russian dude card counting, and he was playing multiple hands at once. There was a drunk guy and me. It was a circus nightmare for the table, <laughs> all right? And we were all mouthy. It was the first. It's the only time, actually, in Vegas. I've seen some crazy stuff at the table. It was the only time that uh, that I ever saw someone smash the table in Vegas yeah. for real. Yeah. Like he actually hit. Like and chip in moves. Russian, yeah. he got up and he smacked it so hard that the chips. And then he tried to flip it, but it's nailed down. It's like bolted down. He can go to jail. Like for that. he started bitching in Russian and he tried <laughs> to like flip it. Oh yeah, security was oh, yeah. all He's over. Done. He was done. Don't put him in a pretzel. It was his safe done. <laughs> let's bring, let's bring Mick uh, Mick Aussie on. Who uh, speaking of circuses? Dun, 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 dun. What's up, Mick? Hey, how you going, mate? I'm alive. We're burning up, smoked up out here, but it's all good. Yeah. So I saw. Yeah, seriously, the fires. Yeah. So um, all, all kidding aside, so uh, the Montreal Alouettes are playing the Edmonton Eskimos. They're supposed to play tomorrow. Johnny Manziel's got a concussion. Won't be playing. Uh, Alouette's uh, Pipkin's going to be their quarterback. They, they got Pipkin. problems, but the game might be canceled. We yeah. talked about this yesterday for DraftKings purposes, but 
What's the word in Edmonton, Mick, uh, with the football game? Are they going to postpone the game because the air quality is too bad around the stadium? Mate, I hope they do. Not because of that. I hope they postpone it so they reschedule and I get to see Johnny Manziel play. But no, they, uh, they're saying they think it will go ahead. If it was today, I would say no. The air quality's ranked a 7 out of 10. It was a friggin' a 10 out of 10 on Wednesday. It was so bad. But hey, it's not as bad as if you were fighting the fires. So I feel for those guys fighting the fires in BC. They say we might get a little bit of rain and a, probably a 6 out of 10 air ranking tomorrow. So they think the game will go ahead. But hey, I want to see Johnny Manziel play, so I'm disappointed, mate. Yeah, it's bad. They're, they're on. They're on like the streets with masks, Marancy. It's that bad. Joe was. Yeah, yeah. Joe was in Winnipeg. The, the drifting has gone all the way to Manitoba. It's been nuts. I saw somebody posted yeah. a picture on Twitter in in British Columbia, from nine thirty this morning. The sky was orange. Yep. With flames. It's craziest. It happened to me once uh, when I was up in Yellowknife. Ash fire. It, the, the sky started opening up with ashes coming down. It's scary. Man. Yeah, but global warming doesn't exist. The Earth is just going to catch fire soon. What? Yeah, no, what? you're no. absolutely correct. Like, it's, no, I know. Just don't ignore it. It's not. It's not in our hands. It's not. It's not. It shouldn't even be a debate. I like, agree. It's not. It's not debate. There's raging wildfires like all over the world too. It's Everywhere. Like, everything is just hot, hot, hot. I saw you know Mick in in Vancouver. People are going to go. Oh, that's great for the temperature. But in 20 years, the temperatures in Vancouver will be hotter than they are in San Diego. Yeah, wow. that makes, actually, San Diego. Wow, yeah, San like Diego's like an eighty kind of permanently. Yeah, like Vancouver's yes. on its way. Yeah, I could agree you with know that. What I mean? So just imagine what's going to happen to California eventually in Arizona. Oh, oh my God, You're just gonna, the deserts, <laughs> Death Valley. Will Everything's going to catch yeah. fire. Yeah, it's brutal. That is actually. We'll get back to sports, but just for the record, people, that is how society and uh, humanity comes to an end. The Earth gets closer to us, and uh, this is actually factual as well. The Earth gets. Uh, the sun gets closer to the earth and that's what's going to burn us up unless the jackass scientists in the future can figure out how to stop it i don't think so and uh, they're too busy eating tide pods and watching fucking uh, excuse me uh, kardashian (laughs) (laughs) they're too busy watching kardashian tapes (laughs) (laughs) just sort of popped out but anyway i went from all serious where's he going with this one yeah yeah, sorry my whole point is the sun gets closer oh, to the earth every day. at the same rate yep. your fingernails grow. And they keep on growing. So think about yeah. that. It's like, don't just imagine you didn't cut your nails for like a year. Oh. That's how closer the sun got. It's no joke. Like the sun's going to scorch you eventually. Yep, you're right. <laughs> but anyways. All right, uh, Mick. Uh, what, what do we got tonight? So we can't go through every game uh, right now because you're a busy man. We would go on longer, but uh, did, you're too busy. Did Richmond already beat Essendon? Actually, you know what? Is we that were, game that game done? It was 81-73? Yeah, we don't have a guest actually at 420. So if we go over in a minute, uh, we can keep okay. Mick for a couple of minutes longer actually. Cool. So what, what's the big games, uh, Mick, this week? Is the season's coming to an end? How many more rounds are left in the regular season? Yeah, two more rounds left, mate. The big game this weekend is, uh, well, there's a couple. The biggest ones are clash of the two Sydney teams. The Sydney Swans are playing GWS Giants. And, hey, talk about uh, Ontario Brown, the great wide receiver for the Steelers. He's even watching the AFL, mate. He tweeted out a picture of Isaac Heaney taking a specky, which we call a great mark. So uh, Brown's watching the AFL, and uh, that's a big game. I think the Giants will win. But, but a great implications in that game. The battle of the two Sydney teams. Giants to beat the Swans, I think. Yeah, the That's b- a close b- point of close spread, too. Only minus 134 yep. on the money line. Yep. It's not bad. 
All right. What about your team, Gabe? Are you Gold Coast Suns? <laughs> Gold Coast. What? You see him mixed laughing. Gold Coast. They're like the Cleveland Browns or something. Man. Come on. <laughs> that should be my team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to get. Who's your team again? We got to get Mick. We got to Mick. We got to get Cam a team, actually. It's true. I'll uh, take Gold oh, go Coast. I'm a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a West Coast Eagle. Oh, yeah. West Coast Eagle. West Coast oh, Eagle. That's what it was. I thought you were the Gold Coast. Sorry. That's me. Go yeah, Browns. We're, we're West. <laughs> West Coast Eagles. All right, so uh, we got uh, the the Cobbly Wobblies here, Mick. Uh, Collingwood and Port Adelaide. It's actually a big game uh, here for the power. Uh, they're hanging on to the eighth and final spot uh, here right now, Mick. Uh, we got Collingwood favored by 15 and a half points. Well, man, it's a lot of points. I'm kind of leaning with the power here. Oh, mate, I think uh, the Magpies have got injuries, but they're better team than power. They've lost two games by kicks after the siren. Your Eagles beat them after the siren last week. And I'm laughing because I'm not a fan of theirs. Magpies to win. I think they might cover, but I would keep away from that game. But take the Magpies on the money line if you're going to bet that one. Uh, the Geelong Cats are 48.5-point favorites against oh, the Dockers. Yeah, see go- what Gold Coast says? They're 21-1 to 1 on the bottom. Oh, my God. I tell you, Gold Coast, <laughs> they should be your team. They're awful. All right, so uh, we got the Cats. Cats need this game. They're, they're in uh, the Cats really need this one. They're they're in ninth place right now. They're going to win. I don't want to lay 48 and a half points, and it's minus 1,600 on the money line. So there's not much to do with that. You mentioned the Great Western Sydney and the Sydney game. Uh, critical uh, matchup uh, here between uh, the, uh, the Sydney rivals. Uh, we've got uh, the Giants uh, right now in third place, and uh, the Swans in sixth. I'm going to go with the Giants here. I agree. Minus 134 on the money line. Uh, we've got Gold Coast. Gold Coast, the Suns, plus 27 and a half against uh, Brisbane. What do you make of that, Mick? Oh, the Lions will smash them. Check this out, Gabe and Cam. you love this. One of the Lions players, Nick Robinson, he says, uh, the Suns, they're soft. I'm looking forward to getting into them. I thought that was classic in this modern day. He calls them soft, eh? Lions are win. Suns are terrible. Lions are better than their yeah, record. The, the guy... shows. The Lions are four and sixteen. He should shut up. He's talking about soft. four and sixteen, and he's ripping them like that. Come yeah, it's four and sixteen against four and sixteen. Wow, this is a terrible game. Yeah, Danny, like, this is take the, the Lions to win. Lions to win that. Uh, just pass. Like it's like why the worst teams in the league. Why are they favored by so much if they're both four and sixteen? Uh, all right, hang in here, Mick. Uh, We're going to take a, a quick break. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
back to Red Heat and Rage Radio. We got our boy Mick Ozzie. Ozzie rules football, getting it down tonight, Gabe. I'll tell you, a lot of big spreads in this league. Big numbers. Yeah, big numbers, but uh, lower uh, lower money lines, yes. as you notice. Yes. It's crazy. Like, if you look like at a football game and uh, it was uh, minus 27 and a half, if Alabama were minus 27 and a half point favorites, they wouldn't only be minus 417 on exactly. the Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you get you get suckered in. You're like, oh, yeah. man, there's no way they're going to lose. Yeah, put them in parlays, and then there's that one favorite yeah, yeah. that rocks the parlay. Yeah, yeah, but um, I've been burnt uh, like that before. Um, all right, uh, Mick, so uh, we talked about Brisbane. Yeah, it's just pass on that game. So let's get to uh, the St. Kilda game. Uh, St. Kilda, does this game uh, mean anything to anybody? St. Kilda... Uh, well, we got the Hawks in fourth place, and uh, the Saints are screwed. They're four and fifteen. It's a big, uh, big number, though. What do you, what do you make of this one, Mick? Thirty-one and a half. This is a oh my, I, line, I imagine, but it's just a train wreck. I think Hawks will absolutely smash them. Saints are terrible. Hawks, look, they're sitting there. They want to try and get uh, as high as they can in the ladder. Take the Hawks to win. And that's one of my better bets. I think they'll smash them. I would take Hawks on the minus as well if you want to have a bet on that one. They're in form. Clarkson, the coach, is doing a good job. They're a bit rough up forward. The rough head's not as good as he used to be. Take the Hawks to win that and win that well. Your boys, Gabe. West Coast Eagles taking on the Melbourne Demons. What do you think about that one there, Mick? This one's a little bit uh, spread a little bit closer. Yeah, um, big game, big, big game. Couple of reasons. Eagles, they're sitting in second, and they want to keep that second spot because, Cam, guess what? If they stay second, they will get two home field advantages. So they'll play their two finals at home, and that's a huge advantage because it's way over there in Perth on their home field. Demons have got a couple of good players out. Jesse Hogan's out, and Hunt's out, and they've dropped three players. But the Demons need to win to stay, probably try and stay in the eight. So a big game, but I do like the Eagles to win and cover the spread only because they want to keep that second spot. They don't want to drop this one, guys. Yeah, West Coast, what a, what a year that they've had. 15-5 and uh, five on the season. It's been a good year. Demons are no joke, but it's oh. true. The Demons, uh, they're going to be a desperate team. But as you stated, West Coast, uh, I think the spread's a little low here, actually. Six and a half. I think West Coast get a cover. I like the the one the one forty three on the money line here. So far, that's what I'll take. I'll lay the one thirty four with Great Western Sydney. That'll be later this evening. That's at like five in the morning or whatever uh, Eastern time, uh, Saturday morning slash Friday night, whatever. And then uh, West Coast. That's actually uh, Saturday night. And then finally, in closing, uh, the uh, by far the worst team in the league, the Adelaide Crows. That's uh, I'm just kidding. That, that's mixed team. That's that's mixed that's team. Crows. Mix, mix Crows fan. <laughs> Cat and Crows. Yeah, they're they're, they're minus minus nineteen and a half against the Kangaroos. Mate, I, I gotta accept that we've been terrible. We were the best team last year until the last half and lost the grand final to the Tigers. We're terrible. We're out of the running. We got beaten last week by the Giants, so we can't make it. The Roos are still a chance to make it, maybe. Oh, who knows? I think the Crows will win at home. But if you're going to probably take the ruse, the kangaroos on the plus, mate. And we ate some kangaroo burgers out here last week. So uh, they tasted good. But take the ruse to cover Crows to win that one, I think. 
Kangaroo burgers. Tell, tell me tell me a little bit about that, Mick. I know I lived up north. I've had bison and caribou and some other things. I've never had kangaroo. Uh, lean meat? Yeah, mate. See, we had this big festival here with all these countries set up their tents, and our Aussie footy team set it up. Well, this year we were allowed to have food. We made up 1,100 little kangaroos burgers. I didn't think the Canadians were going to go for them, right? We sold 900 on the first day. Then we had to do shrimp on the second day. But I was silly. 80% of the crowd was multicultured immigrants. A lot of the multicultured people here in Canada, they didn't give a shit. They tried the kangaroo and loved it. So you never know, mate. 900 kangaroo burgers, Morency. 900. <laughs> 900. So you yeah. have no problem with that. Uh... Hey, buddy. Uh, you, you give it a shot of kangaroo burger. There's, hey, there's not a, I don't think they're a stressed population, are they? I'll tell you something about lean meats. Like, it's Neither good for dogs. you. I'll eat anything. I'll eat anything. I'm not going to eat dog, but I'll give kangaroo a shot. I prefer not to eat the dogs. That will be like Manny Pacquiao's dad, eh? You know that story, eh? Manny Pacquiao's dad ate his dog when he was drunk. That's why Manny became so famous and driven to be successful. True story. Jim Rome talked about it. It's got to be true, right? What's the stupidest thing you've ever eaten, Marenzi? Uh, Big Mac. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. no, I'm very. Uh, I'm you know, yeah. You don't try like cow tests. No, or no, no, like no. I'm, like very, I'm different. Like I like to try all the. I'm, I'm very going. skittish yeah. and like a big wuss. Like yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah. You've seen me. Like I, that's one thing I can do. That's the thing about fear factor. I'd crush the food part. I'd be worried about being in a pit of snakes or something like that. That's where I'd freak out. I wouldn't freak out on the food. I crush the food. Yeah, no. If I was on Fear Factory, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to do anything. On like, Fear a, oh yeah, yeah it's <laughs> tough. I would try like the obstacles. I wouldn't yeah. be scared of that, but I would fail. Oh, they're tough. <laughs> yeah, like, I know they're not I'd easy. Be, <laughs> be dangling <laughs> off a building. Right. Hey, Rogan, Rogan, call for help. Rogan, I quit. I'm not winning. Just help. Get me down from here. Exactly. Like you. Know I, mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that too. Yeah. All right, Mick. So it's 19 and a half. So, yeah, the Adelaide Crows, last year, uh, Cam, they made it to the championship game. That's a mixed team. Yeah, yeah they made Crows. it to the championship game. Um, now, they're, Tough, they're not going to happen this year. Are they mathematically eliminated, Mick? Can they still get in? But they're pretty much screwed right now. Yeah, they're out. They're out. We're mathematically. We were screwed anyway. We got a slight chance. Now, the Essendon Bombers, they lost last night. They're out as well. So, uh, the Cats and the Roos are sitting on the outside. I think the Cats will make it, and uh, either the Pat Smears, the Demons, or the Roos will probably be the other one to fill in the eighth spot. All right, uh, Mick. So, uh, the Pap Smears. Yeah, the Pap Smears. Great names, huh? <laughs> Power. I made that up. That's, good. That's, so, that's so good. The Pap Smears. Yeah, you invented that, Mick? The Pap Smears? Well, when I was in Adelaide, the Crows were already in the competition and Port Adelaide Power got in, right? So everyone thought they were going to be called the Pirates, but they got called the Power. And as you know, everyone says an S on the end of the word. So Port Adelaide Power is P-A-P. So we started calling them the Pat Smears and it just spread like wildfire on email that day amongst all the Crows fans. It was awesome. All right, Mick. So, uh... Thanks for checking in. We look forward Thanks, to we look forward to the playoffs just starting when these games start to really count. But uh, just in closing here, actually, we're not going to go crazy, but I like these games. I, you know what? I think uh, I think Great Western Sydney. So Great Western Sydney minus one thirty four, and 
my West Coast Eagles, minus 143. But uh, tonight, I'm going to bet that, Mick, minus 134. Fight the well, I will. Yeah, be a bit careful. This one's a good, but these are my best three bets. Put four-way teams to win. The Cats, Lions, Dogs, and Hawks, all to win. Put them in a four-way trifecta, whatever you call it. My second you best say? bet Cats, Lions, Cats, Lions, Lions, Lions dogs. dogs, and Hawks. Who are the Dogs? <laughs> Bulldogs, we missed that game. The Bulldogs, coached oh, by the Bulldogs. Beverage, you love that name. Beverage, they'll beat the Blues, and then oh, take the, the Eagles. Bulldogs. Take the Eagles to win and cover is my second best bet, and uh, I think the Hawks will cover as well. Cats, dogs, lions. Yeah, I like that. It's just a freaking zoo out there. It's amazing. Yeah. Kangaroo burger. It's the best. All right, thanks, Mick. Have a good one, Mick. Right, Have a good thanks. one. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Hey, see you. Follow Mick on uh, on yeah. Twitter, MYK Aussie. If you couldn't tell, he's Australian. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know he sounds like he's from Mississippi, but. <laughs> they game, take cats, lions, dogs, hawks. I like that, just animals. <laughs> I know, it's just like I'm waiting. Cats, cats lions, lions, dogs, dogs and the hawks. <laughs> Four-team parlay. I know, it's the, the animal parlay. That's you go tell your book. <laughs> I don't know. Who are you taking? I don't know. Give me cats, yeah. lions. Cats, dogs, dogs. Lions and hawks. Hawks. That's my freaking parlay. <laughs> oh, buddy. All right. I found out, actually, Marenzi, uh, I didn't want to tell the story before the show, but I found out about the Air Canada thing, and it was pretty serious. Remember when I got the email? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what it was? So I had to fill out all that information, mail, gender, and anything. I got the passport. My passport expires the day, like, <laughs> when I come home on the trip. No. Yeah. So. I, oh, they were like. Oh, yeah. I flipped out last night. So I was going through all my documents. I couldn't figure out what it was. It's three o'clock in the morning. I sit there. I look at my passport. I'm like, August 20th. I go, oh, my God. It's I still it's good before, but it expires during. So you can't. That, that's the thing. Like, you need it to wow. be clear. Like, is so that, they, not, they, is that they, not wild? They caught that. Oh, they caught it. So but they yeah. didn't. But they didn't tell me in the email, sir, you need a new passport. They just said. Fill in the so I spent all this time filling in all this other stuff, and then figured out it was my damn passport. Three o'clock. I had to go at eight o'clock in the morning today to the, like the mall way outside. Oh, the you, town. Go, you went to renew. Oh, buddy, I freaked out. Like I, I had to take like a forty dollar cab. But you know what? I got there at eight o'clock in the morning. I was panicking. I didn't think. I, I was, the passport I didn't office isn't as bad as it used to be. It used to be like all day. Now, it's oh, just there was a dude behind me. They sent him back from the airport. He didn't. He assumed he got a ten year. He got a five year. He went to the airport. They go, dude, your passport's expired. They sent him back. He was like crying. There's a new rule. You can get a 24 hour one for 385 cash. <laughs> they give you the form. It's like a one day thing, but you have to pay for the passport. How many years? And 385 on top of it. I did the express, only an extra 50 for 48 hours. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and I got the 10. I usually, I usually, when I've got in, yeah, I usually am a last second guy too. So I do the, uh, I, I do the $90 express one day. Smart, smart. So basically, you go in, boom. And uh, especially the end of the day. Yeah. If they're cool, they'll be like, come back in a few hours. If they're, it's like, or if they're business, come back first thing in the morning. You can't screw around with this place because there's 200 people there, right? Like no, the lineup, no. the lineup went outside the mall at the start. So I started having a panic attack. You know, I'm sweating to begin with. So I finally get in. I'm like, oh, God, I already screwed up with the headphones today. I can't call Marenzi. You got to be like, I had to take care of it. They put everybody in the same line. No, and and not another thing is there's 20 counters. There's only three workers. Of course. It's just like the airport. It's just like the airport. Oh, so me and my buddy are freaking (laughs) out. eh? This guy behind me, he's got to get back to the airport. He had to fly to the Bahamas. Poor bastard, man. 
What a, oh, that was a sad scene. But anyway, yeah, I got the 48-hour rush. So, uh, yeah. Can you believe that? It ends the day, like, literally the day before we come back. Unbelievable. That's what Well, at least you got a new passport. Yeah, sure did, buddy. I was wondering about that myself, actually, because I tried to check in. I tried to check in um, through, like, uh, the, uh, the kiosk. Yeah. yeah. And only sometimes it reads my passport. Same with me. Sometimes it doesn't. And um, it actually saved me a hell of a lot of time the other day because I got back and I had to clear customs and um, some massive lineups, except the, the machine, they force you to get the machine. I know. Back, it wouldn't work. And it says, if it doesn't work, advance to see an officer. Yeah. See so the officer. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> yes. I bypassed the entire line. Smart. I went out. Smart. It took me like two seconds. Guy looked. He goes, what happened? I, he goes, why, why, you're, you're not in line. It said work. it doesn't read my, and it goes, it told me it doesn't read my uh, passport. Yeah. It said, come up here. He goes, oh, oh well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah, I was That's like, all those other I suckers was thinking, are back I was there. thinking after. I was like, man, I should just always say that. There's say a lot it, of guys say who, it didn't read it. Trust me, there's people who do that stuff. Because I got nothing to hide, right? So I don't care. I'll go right up to the guy and go, hey, buddy, here's my passport. Yeah, like, you're, not, you're not smuggling anything, yeah, right? I don't you, guys care. Gotta, you just want to get home, man. Exactly. I want to do the show. I don't, exactly. I don't I don't care. No, but anyway. That's why I let before. In the old days, I was like, I'm not getting a Nexus, or I'm not getting yeah. that. Now? I'm like, I'm not going to get my retina done and my finger. It's like, whatever. They already have all that crap anyways. I'd rather just be able to walk through the airport. Correct. I agree with you 100%. It saves the spiel, right? What are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. It's like, dude, just I'm going let me back through. and forth. Yeah. Here's my Nexus. Yeah, I'm the, you know, I told I mean? you, my parents got Nexus. You're rolling with the crew. It's so easy. You go yeah. through. You know, like, I, 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 it's worth the money. And you're going to be traveling a lot probably, so I, I think it's worth doing. Yeah, traveling is stressful. Oh, well, it sure it's is. It's a stressful buddy. week. I'm not... Uh, I'm not in the best mood uh, this week. We're trying to get uh, through things. We appreciate the kind words of the listeners uh, tuning in. I know you guys have enjoyed having the show back. And uh, we know our boy uh, Zhang is uh, a little stressed out in the booth right now. uh, He's a great guy, uh, Zhang. No sports, great guy. I haven't met Uh, you. You met everybody, right? He's a great guy. But I get the feeling that, like, he listens to probably, like, Jay-Z and others. Is that correct, Zhang? Are you there? I would imagine, like, meeting you, I don't know, you seem like the type of dude to be listening to hip-hop and stuff. And I'll tell you, like, Jay-Z would be better if you played out on the way out. So, poor Zang, I've been sending him messages. As yeah. people tuning in, like, you guys know, Ed. The best was so, I got to tell the listeners. So the Rolling Stones plays and Morenzi's freaking. And then, and he goes, if I hear another CCR something, fortunate son kicked right in. And that's when I thought, that's when I saw the vein. Yeah, but this goes back to like Florio yeah. playing ska. Oh yeah, you hated ska. In which I told him, like, yeah. don't play that. Stop playing that. Like, and he thought it was a joke. I was like, it's not a joke. Stop it. The music is important to the show. I don't want to hear that shit, Okay. And uh, I like some classic rock, but you're right. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, you're brand, you want metal. No, I don't mind like the uh, Give Me Shelter, Rolling Stones. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. like there's certain classics. You want it a little harder. There's something about CCR. All right. I've never. It's too twangy. It's interesting. And Cause, I've because in the Le- Big Lebowski, there was something I've about said, the Eagles and he likes CCR. I've he said the Eagles. I've said many times, like I've told these people, don't play that song. Yeah. Remember the other day yeah. it was played. It's yeah. been played every day this week. And I told him, stop playing this song. So I don't know how much more clear I have to beat now. Now I've messaged it, now I'm singing on the air. Like, just delete. Like, uh, listen, Zach, the last two songs you played, delete them. Just, like, delete them from the system entirely. 
kill them. Wow, it's pissing out there. Yeah, kill them. Holy because, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way I like they're going to go away. Yeah, no, you're right. Because so, they're, they're going to come back one day and you're just, uh, just going to Well, look, it's it. Friday right now. Yeah. I remember Mark Lawrence uh, was with us. And uh, on Wednesday, yeah, 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 yeah. You got you, you, you forget your your headset. You got Mark Lawrence, and these guys are playing CCR coming into the Lawrence. Yeah, segment. you you must have been at that stuff. Oh no, no, I, I I typed on Wednesday. I said never play this song ever again. The only reason I made a joke about it at the time because well, at least we were talking about LSU. Yeah, we were <laughs> going to the Bayou. Bayou. Except they didn't mean it that way in the booth. They just played it anyways. So you must delete that song. So right now the pressure's on my boy Zeng right now. I haven't told him what song to play. Oh, it's good. So we're gonna so find out. Right the next now, he's probably in fear right now, thinking, "Oh God, whatever button oh, Zang, I push, better be." I'll a just good give one. you give you a tip. Something something pretty hard. A good way to start. Something with a, a metal song would be a good start. I'm thinking that's probably what you're looking for. I blame uh, I blame uh, Florio. I, I blame Mike Florio. Yeah, he started right. it all. You're well, because right. he used to come back right, to you on. for a joke, right? We got a guy named uh, Kerry from Florida. Is he a DJ? <laughs> Why, is he on the line? I guess so. Uh, okay. We only got a minute before the break. Hang okay. in there, Kerry. We'll, we'll get. Yeah. We'll take some calls after yeah. the break. Hang in there, Kerry. We'll we'll take a call. No. Uh, we're going to a break in a minute. We're going to have like a hurricane here in a sec. Yeah, if we don't get knocked off um, the air. Yeah, speaking of Florida, we're bad, we're in the midst of this. I'm going to tell you something. It's coming down pretty crazy with wind. We'll do our best. All right. Uh, so uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break here. We'll take a phone call or two. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morenzi. Ian Cameron's going to join us at uh, about 5 o'clock uh, Eastern. Ooh. If uh, the lightning doesn't uh, take us Ride out. the lightning. Yeah, heavy storms. Hell yeah, craziness. Heavy, heavy, heavy storms uh, going on uh, right now. All right. Uh, oh, you know our boy Andrew Crystal. Yeah, Crystal. Yeah, I went on his show like two weeks ago. Oh, you did. I see here he's uh, he's got Michael Avenatti. Really? What? <laughs> the CNN uh, lawyer, Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Stormy, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Wow, he's really number Crystal. You when I used to work at uh, back in the day when it was Mojo Radio, he had a really uh, interesting show. He used to get some heavyweights on his. I'll show. get Avenatti on if he's yeah. got some picks for us. <laughs> Last night, it's just Tom Brady played last night oh, for yeah. two touchdowns. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. He did play. And the um, the Patriots got a little revenge 
You know, it was only a preseason game, but, you know, they won the game. But even better, they hurt Nick Foles. Yeah, I'm sure exactly. they, sure they would have preferred if they tagged him a little more, even though Nick Foles is a nice guy. Yeah. Still, he'd be yeah. in the Super Bowl. Exactly. There's got to be some animosity there. And what about Green Bay? Green Bay laid it on thick against Pittsburgh, too. High-scoring games there. And uh, the Jets just couldn't score a touchdown from the one-yard line. So Washington marches down the field yeah, and wins. Screw-down. That one sucked. I thought, uh, personally, I thought Buddy crossed the goal line, actually, yeah. before he fumbled. I don't, I don't even think they reviewed it. No. That's the thing. That was frustrating last night. Uh, we'll, we'll jump into these NFL preseason games uh, this evening. Some of the games, I sort of have a feel for what they're going to do. Some of the other games, you know, the coaches, are they're not saying. Andy Reid says he's playing his starters, yeah. Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, all those guys uh, for the half. Yeah, so. the Kansas City Chiefs starters will be playing for the first half of the football game uh, like, the, uh, like the Patriots did uh, last night. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, I wouldn't expect very much from them. I actually like the Chiefs in this football yep. game this evening. Uh, New York Giants were terrible in week one. Matt Patricia, not he wasn't saying about Matt Stafford. He, he, but he did say that uh, he's excited to play his first home game, et cetera. Yeah. yeah, I think that the Lions actually want to win this game tonight after uh, losing to the Raiders last week. The Bills and the Browns game is interesting, actually. Is. You've got Tyrod Taylor starting against the Bills, and even though it's a preseason game, he's going to be fired up. You've got Corey Coleman, who just got traded from the Browns to the Bills. He's running his mouth. Um, you know, you got Baker Mayfield's going to be on the yep. field. There's a lot of things. You're I'll right. tell you, the Buffalo Bills first teamers are good. Like the first team defense yesterday, uh, last week in the first game, freaking suffocated the Carolina Panthers. But it was in the second half that their backups got lit up and torched. I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of slowed down Tyrod Taylor. I think a couple guys want to give Tyrod a, a couple hits. No, I think they like him. Yeah. I don't think there's any animosity or bad blood between the players and Tyrod Taylor. I think Tyrod Taylor probably doesn't like McDermott or the GM very much. Yeah. He's going to be or the yeah, fans. Yeah, or, yeah, he's he's going to be fired up for tonight's game. He's going to want to do well, even though it's a preseason game. Players, uh, players like uh, player players like him. All right, all right. Let's uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go to Kerry in Florida. He's been patient. Yep. I hope he doesn't want to talk about the Dolphins though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, What's sir. up, Kerry? Oh, ain't nothing. How you doing, Kerry? Okay, I'm okay. What about yourself? Good stuff, good stuff. Hello? Thanks for calling. What's on your mind, man? Yo, what's on your mind, Oh, I wanted, I wanted to chime in on the uh, Jimmy Graham thing. Jimmy Graham will never be what he was in New Orleans. We uh, we got one of the best offensive coordinators in the game of football. I'm talking about Sean Payton. You know, he, he's in the top five or the top ten or whatever. And uh, once we got everything we could get out of him, because he didn't want to go, he didn't want, he felt like he was, a wide receiver and a tight end, but you know we developed him fit. into what he was. Yeah. Wasn't a good fit in Seattle. It wasn't a good fit in Seattle. Nope. He, he right. think, production went down. I, th- I think you saw. Look, you saw last night, Kerry. Right away, his connection with Aaron Rodgers. I think you know Seattle wanted him to block, and as you stated, he's not. He is no. a wide receiver. Yes, he is. He's not a prototypical tight end. He's not that you know smash mouth tight end that's going to knock guys off the line of scrimmage. But he's a big freaking target. And you look at the Packers uh, and the Packers' injuries at the wide receiver over the years. They've never really had a tight end ever, a consistent tight end, uh, you know, a consistent tight end over the years. 
Now Jordy Nelson's gone as well. I think I think he could have a decent year here, actually, with the Green Bay Packers. I agree with you 100%. I think yeah, I still think with the loss of Jordy Nelson, he's, he's going to be huge in the red zone. And Seattle didn't utilize him property, properly, and Green Bay will. I still think there's some gas in the tank. Doesn't mean, though, I, I am high on the Saints, though. Yeah, me too. Carrie, Carrie's a Saint fan. I'm high on the Saints, Carrie. I, I think the Saints... Saints going to be right there. The team I'm I'm not sleeping on though, even though I say this every damn year, is the Carolina Panthers. I really I oh, think McCaffrey's going to have a huge year. Yeah, yeah I think, I think it's, it's going to be the same thing. Look, the only thing can you we will agree on this. All right, Tampa sucks. All right, can we agree yep. on that? <laughs> okay, so they're the last place team in that division. They're going to be. They're not going to win. Their win total is six and a half. There's no way in hell they win seven games. So. Who's the who's the third worst team in this division then? Atlanta. I'm kind of thinking. I think Atlanta. I'm kind of thinking Atlanta too. I think New Orleans. Atlanta got Carolina, all that off- Atlanta. They have all that offensive power and don't know how to utilize it because they don't have an offense. Don't they don't have an offensive uh, coordinator? Yeah, they're not the same without Shanahan. That's for sure. Right. We'll right. see what Sarkeesian does right. it here, too. And also, Matt Ryan, yeah. Jalen Ramsey yeah, he's might get, be right He's getting him. a lot older. He throws a lot of picks. He's I know you're going to have Julio yeah. Jones and Calvin Ridley, but his accuracy is a real problem. I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not really sold like on me Atlanta. personally, I know. I, I personally think I'll give the Saints as as 1A. Yes. I think the Panthers are right behind them. I, I, Panthers I, were 11-5 and five last year, guys, except the Saints. The thing with the Saints is, and you got to be excited if you're a Saints fan, Kerry, is there's so much young talent. You know what I mean? You, you know, there's so much young talent. You've got young DBs suddenly, man. You know, you've got yep. good, young, aggressive players on defense. you got Kamara that's ready to shine uh, right now. Oh, he's going to light it up. You know, you still have Drew Brees. You know, Michael Thomas. I called Thomas right from the get-go, man. I knew this guy was going to be a stud. And Michael Thomas. So, I'm going to give, like, the, the slight lean to the Saints. But I'm telling you, man, don't sleep on the Panthers this year, Kerry. McCaffrey's going to have a big year this year. And the only thing is Cam Newton, right? He's so inconsistent. Right, and then we go, and then we got Corey, uh, Corey, the guy named Corey, uh, the guy from Chicago. We got him the receiver. Yeah, who does? Who did you? Who did they bring at the Saints? You lost Willie uh, Sneed. I know that Mar- Sneed's gone. We 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 got the guy Cameron uh, Cameron Cameron Meredith Merritt Cameron Meredith. Yeah, we got him Meredith. Yeah, we yep, we got him. Remember now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to leave y'all with this. Remember, we were the same team in the playoffs, the best defense in the the best defense in the NFL right now. Better than, you know, I live in Jacksonville, but I'm not a Jacksonville fan. I don't like all the trash Jalen Ramsey was talking because Tom Savage ran the ball. We, we, we drove the ball right down the field on him with our second-string quarterback. Tom Savage is garbage. But anyway, we – Minnesota had a 17 nothing in the playoffs last year. We came storming back. So remember that. Yeah, yeah. I like Who the Saints. Saints. Hey, don't be a stranger, Kerry. Thanks for checking in. Okay. Uh, All right. Future, okay. Futures on the Saints last year, man. It was crazy. We got real close. Real yeah, you real did. Close. Cam was big. Remember on us? The I had them before the start of the year, like 80 to like crazy. I think stuff. our boy Cameron yeah. too. Drew. Was I got to give Cameron too. Drew credit for that because we were talking about like teams that could go, and we both started talking about the Saints, and they went deep. Holy. <laughs> If we get home field throughout, we'll beat Minnesota. Won't beat us at home. We don't want. We. I mean, oh no, no. We'll go back. To, we'll go back to Minnesota and play them in the dome again. And hopefully, our 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 uh, 
safety won't do, do nothing crazy like that and they try to make a yeah. crazy tackle like that, you know, with his head down and don't tackle <laughs> nothing. Good point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Minnesota. Hey, don't, don't be a stranger, Kerry. Thanks for the call. <laughs> okay. Saint, uh, Saints. Uh, Saints fans going to have a hard time getting over that. I thought something uh, blew up there, Moretz. Yeah, just, waiting, poof, just waiting for smoke to start coming out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. Oh, it, was, it sounded like a power I was. I was wondering if the, if the yeah. mic picked it up. Oh, yeah, if it did, it would I don't think so. Like, These no. mics are so good. Yeah, they, they're pretty good, man. They're so, they're, they, they isolate the sound it so much. It sounded like lightning hitting like a box. Like it, it, it hit something. But anyway, it's very close. Very close. Either that or something just fell over. Yeah. Something, yeah, I don't know. Something, um, something just happened. Yeah, out there. something happened because <laughs> you can hear kind of rah, rah, like there's things, there's excitement, but we can't really pinpoint it. We're, we're in still the studio. We're still on. We, we are. Our our, we're our, here. our satellite hasn't been struck yet. Yes, yeah, good. It's funny too because last week actually it was about a week and a half ago. Whenever uh, it was the same thing, there were heavy storms, and I remember we got knocked off briefly for a second. And you brought it up, the storms, and I think I even said at the time, too, I'm like, ah, I don't think it's storms. I just think it's the Internet, whatever. But uh, then I saw after that basically half the city got knocked over, and yeah. I got stuck in an airport all day because the, the, every flight got delayed because of the, the storm. Yeah, there was a dude who almost died in a car, Gabe. So he, this, this, he, this car flooded. Yeah, this is the same thing. We're going to see, like, uh, in an hour or two, there's going to be a lot of crazy stuff that just happened. There was a like sink? For sure. There was a sinkhole? There was a sinkhole. Where the, where the north, and this guy was riding in his car, and he went down in the sinkhole. The thing was, he didn't freak out. He got out of his car and just, like, climbed out before the thing went, whoosh, and, like, took its, like, it, like, crazy things were happening, man. Like, like ground was falling apart, sinkholes. Like, that's the thing. You got to think. The water levels are already high from all the things that have happened. It's, it's craziness is going to ensue. When I lived in Las Vegas. I never really realized. I never really thought of floods in Vegas. When you're a, when you're, you're a tourist... Yeah, how many times does it rain when you've been to Vegas? Not very often. Right. I actually was there. I saw it snow. That's awesome. It's pretty crazy. I was yeah, on my balcony wicked. on the strip, and there was so snow. Cool. Yeah, that's wicked. It was melting, though. It, yeah. it, like, it, would it come almost down, became rain. But it was white snow in the air, man. Cool. That's as cold as it was. It was like minus three or minus four. Yeah. Well, and you, it was basically the coldest it's been in Las Vegas in, like, the last 67 you, years. You live something. there. The discrepancy between early morning and afternoon, like, because it, it still has the mountain range. Oh, in the right? wintertime, so it gets pretty yeah, chilly. Yeah, it cold That's the thing Vegas. People don't but know. I never really thought about floods there. No. Never but they're really flash floods. Maybe because yeah. the city just the way just the way it is. Dude, there's no sewage or That's anything, That's exactly right? it. They have nowhere to channel the built. water. It's not built for it. Nope. So, um, it's like a flat city. It's exactly. like, it's just not, it's, in, you know, it's not built for it, and... I was totally unaware of this. So, boom. It started raining sort of like this once in Vegas. Just out of the blue. Bam. And it didn't stop raining for like a day. It was just coming down. And I was like, oh, people are going to be happy, man. It hasn't rained here in like six years. You know what I mean? People should be happy. People weren't happy. (laughs) No, they weren't happy. (laughs) Like, it nearly like UNLV's campus was flooded. Wow. Like you said, like people like floated away in cars. Like poor guys were like driving. Next thing you know, you're under four... And the thing is, they don't. They can't deal with it. They're not used to this, yeah. right? It's like what happened when my buddy moved. It's like down. when it snows yeah. in Atlanta, man. That's like what I was saying. Deaths, like people are sliding off the road. My, and stuff. my buddy moved to a place called uh, Dalton, Dalton, Georgia. It's half an hour outside of Chattanooga. And when we were there too, we were visiting Gabe. Same thing happened. There was a freak snowstorm, and you should have seen it. All the cars, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, the whole city was like under siege. Everybody got into an accident and freaked out. Nobody knew how to drive in it. 
Like it was no, it was nuts. All it right. was like bumper cars. Right, here's uh, Ryan from uh, Toronto steps Ryan. up in it, and uh, so he's in the middle of the storm right now. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, Ryan. Fuck, this storm is crazy, man. Screw you, my fucking screw you, my schedule. What am I gonna do, eh? How about you buy an umbrella? Yeah. <laughs> the, the humidity goes down, but now I can't grill my dinner. I bought pork chops. I bought chicken to throw on the grill. What the hell am I gonna do now, man? I gotta tell you, Hanser, as a backup, because I got a grill. You gotta get an active fry. It's it's a lifesaver. They do like wings. Indoors? You can do all sorts of stuff. No, 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 an active fry. It's an indoor deep fryer without the smell. You just basically chop it up, put it in there, boom, like chicken wings. Like they taste like Cameron, almost deep Cameron. Fry. It's amazing. You haven't seen me in a while. I'm not doing a deep fry anymore. I've lost 30 pounds, but That's what Morenci tells me. He's look, looks true. good, Gabe. He's uh, lean and mean. I'm well, I wouldn't say he's lean and mean. <laughs> I'm spelt. <laughs> Spe- that's you're, how about this? You're spelter. <laughs> you're spelter. <laughs> no, no, it is true. That's true. So, Hanser, no, it's true. So, uh, yeah, Ryan uh, Hanser, it is true. Um, he doesn't drink beer anymore. So, yeah, that's right. I saw Hanser, and he's not drinking beer. No more, he goes, two, Look. No more two boards. And it is true. Like, he lost, like, well, some, but not many. you know, you lost, like, the middle aged man. The pregnant middle-aged man belly. Oh, you mean the one that I got? No, no, you're just a sort of, you got girth. Yeah, sort of, sort of. There's like sort of, yeah. there's like dudes that sort of look pregnant, right? They just have that beer belly yeah, yeah, and they look yeah, pregnant. Yeah. The best is the flat chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has the flat chest, which is the yeah, dome. Exactly. Oh, I know. My so, fast-talking Mike's got that. So Hanser, yeah, yeah, so Hanser used to, you know, sort of have that. But you don't have that anymore, Hanser. So Hanser's like, look, Gabe, I lost 30 pounds. I don't drink beer anymore. Meanwhile, he's freaking sloshed as he just drank a full bottle of vodka. Oh, yeah, he substituted <laughs> he's like, beer with vodka. He's like hard liquor. I was you know, don't put on weight. <laughs> I was doing all right. I said to, no, no, you were. I said, you know, I said, yeah, it's, you, you don't lose the weight. I said, I said that liver, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. The, the beer's a little softer on the liver, the liquor hits it a little harder. Gabe, if yeah. I don't. It, if I donated my liver, that person would die. I'd be charged with homicide, okay? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think too many people, I don't think uh, my, uh, I don't think people want my blood either. No. Like when I, whenever no, there's yet. a blood drive and yeah. people ask yeah, me, yeah, don't want my blood. I agree. Like mine's full of saturated fats. I basically yeah. stick a needle in there. It's half Mazzola. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want <laughs> We'd get turned away at yeah, the door, right. both of us. Right, They'd right, be right. like, sir, you're sir, too. Your, your yeah, blood's yeah. not up to snuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't come back. I saw a movie like that where, um, I think it's a Stephen King movie. Guy gets like, uh, he gets like a heart transplant or something, yeah. but the heart transplant that he got was from a serial killer. Oh, great. And then he had oh, the urge great. to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> then, he had the, then he had the urge to kill him. Yeah, some movie You can't like make that, that shit yeah, up, man. Get, don't, don't be a stranger. Later, Hanser. Stay safe in the yeah, storm. Yeah, later, guys. Don't walk in the lightning. Ian Cameron, Babano, joins us next. There we go. We're going yeah. to better. Yeah, there it is. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. In the NFL, Nick Foles. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions. All right, level two, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Morenci, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, Don't forget to support the good people over at DKMS, and you get to play free. Uh, Daily Fantasy Baseball, DailyRoto.com, DKMS. Win two tickets to a World Series game. So the NFL preseason, you know, normally, I was going to say the NFL preseason is kind of in full swing right now. Normally, it's um, the third preseason game, right? They play four preseason games. Normally, it's week three. This year, week two. That's the uh, quote-unquote dress rehearsal. And the dress rehearsal normally is the starters play in the first half, and then sometimes they'll play the first series in the third quarter, and it's like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. Right? Everything's accelerated in today's society. It's crazy. We talked about it last night. It was like we talked about years past. Brady calls his own shots in a preseason. They wanted to beat yep. the Eagles last night. They, Brady they said, yeah. "Oh yeah." Brady told them, "No, no, no. I'm playing the first half." And they were like, "All right, yeah. you want to play? Yeah. Right? Go ahead. We want to bury these guys. And we're going to score two minute drill. We're going to do this." You would yeah. think that's crazy. Why? Yeah. Why? You know? Why would Brady? Yeah. They'd say, "Listen, Tom, you're not playing the first half." But tonight, good example, guys. The Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid's not hiding it. He said, "My starters are playing the first half. Yep, all of them. Travis Kelsey." Like I, I have a Ty- hard. I am not taking Kelsey in draft. I, I, I have uh, a hard time believing you're Ty- leaving Tyreek. I think Tyreek Hill's going to play him, and maybe him Tyreek and Mahomes Hill get some uh, chemistry going oh, yeah. with some deep balls. Yeah, yeah Mahomes is going to get some on uh, with his legs. Kareem Hunt's playing the entire first half supposedly yeah. tonight. A lot of chefs in your lineup. Yeah, they want to get them ready. It's almost like yeah. now and then next week will sort of be the final. All right, yeah. for the half. Then you take it easy, and then the week four, like it's easy. it's getting serious now. Week two already in the preseason, and it used to just sort of be week three. And you notice one thing I've noticed. Uh, we'll bring Babano in on this. One thing I've noticed, guys. We'll get to back to the phones. Uh, hang in there. I know we got uh, some more calls coming up. Um, one thing I noticed: the offenses are way ahead of the defense. Oh, big time! Look at the totals. You get these quarterbacks like AJ McCarron's been around. He's picking them apart. He's trying to win the starting job. Peterman's looked good in the preseason. Baker Mayfield threw two touchdowns in his debut in the second yep. half. There's just, you know, the offenses are ahead of the defenses, with the exception of last night with that Jet Redskin game. Yeah, that was just <laughs> and that's the Jets and the Redskins. That answers its own question. We got eighty five points in the Packers game. Like normally fifty one thirty four. Normally you could say, you know what, these games go under in the preseason. Uh, overs but now. now suddenly, man, you gotta it's, overs it's the tough. play. It's tough. Um all right, let's bring in Ian Cameron, aka Bob Bano, sportsmemo.com. Uh, you can uh, get his picks over at sportsmemo.com. Great website. And um, you can watch his uh, videos with the fine people over at sportsbookreview.com. So, Abano, uh, it's been an overpalooza so far um, in, the, in the NFL preseason. Two and one to the over last, uh, last night. Last Thursday was six and two in the first Thursday. You know, we're not getting regular season totals, but we're getting old regular season totals. 
regular season totals used to always be 30, you know, 43, yep. 44. It would be high at 45 and a half. Now a typical high game between the Falcons and the Saints comes in at 53 and a half, yep. 54. 50, exactly. You know, the new norm is kind of 42 and a half, 43. And you look at the preseason totals tonight, Babano, Chiefs Falcons, 43. You know, regular season, that would probably be 48 and a half or something. Um, you know, Giants, Lions, 40 and a half. Hell, even Bills and Browns. Years ago, guys, a Bills Browns preseason. 31. Game, it would 20, be, almost 29 and a half. It'd be 35 and a half. <laughs> no, not that. Bad. It'd be 35. 30. And it'd be like 35 and a half. Now it's 42 and a half. But bad. Oh, very, very high totals in a preseason. No, it's true. I mean, you're seeing the uh, preseason totals getting uh, adjusted because offenses have clearly had the better of it, not only this week, uh, last week, but so far this week. And the only game that stays under last uh, night is the game where the Jets and the Redskins, Todd Bowles was sort of hinting, I'm going to mix and match my O-line, especially in the second half. I'm going to try some of these O-linemen in different positions, and it kind of explains why their offense went so flat for most of that football game. But, you know, other than that, it was another strong overnight last night, and totals being adjusted because of it. What do you think, Babano? Then Gabe was mentioning Chiefs and Falcons. Chiefs going to play the offense for the first half. I got to believe, and we look at that total tied for the biggest one on the board at forty-three. Are you looking towards the over in the Chefs and Falcons? Yeah, well, the betting markets have done their damage already, Cam. That's the only problem with that. I mean, Atlanta opened minus three in this game, and now Kansas City's laying nearly a full field goal, two and a half, three on the Chiefs now as a favorite. So there's been enough of a line move now. Uh, clearly, it's information related, and I understand why. The Chiefs are going to extend their starters tonight. Uh, they're going to get them on the field much longer than Atlanta plans to. Atlanta historically uh, doesn't really care too much about preseason results. Look no further than last week. Uh, so clearly, you can understand why Kansas City, you know, and the over as well, has taken some money here in this game. But it's just a concern now that you know now if you're betting Kansas City minus three, have you lost out at the value? Have you lost out uh, on your best positive expectation opportunity in this game? But I don't see much of a case I can make for the Falcons here. I'm looking at the preseason uh, card tonight, guys. I think the- I think an overplay is Arizona and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, there could be some points in this football game. I'd be surprised if it stayed under uh, the 41. I like the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I like the Lions. I like the Lions tonight, too. But, uh, yeah, I'd rather lay the money line, even though it's minus 175. Could be a closer game. But, yeah, the Giants are pretty dysfunctional right now. And they got to worry about their, like, Barclays banged. There's a lot of things. I think they're going to protect some players And tonight. there's a key, too, when you have new coaches. You have new coaches in their first home game. Yep. Whether it's preseason, regular season, it doesn't matter. Like, Matt Patricia didn't even hide it. Yeah. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, home we're very, game. very excited to play at home tonight. He even talked about how, um, and, you know, this is, I'm not a big Matt Patricia fan, but I like to hear this in which he stated that he's already, this week, he already walked the sidelines to get a feel for nice, it. Nice, I like that. Yeah, he said, you know, I've already been to the stadium a few times, and he said earlier this week I walked around the sidelines if, just if, to if envision yeah. myself being the head coach for Friday nights for tonight's game. i got to right? be honest with you, if we got hired too, I'd want to go to the field all the time. You'd almost want to report there for work and go, this is where you're going to be working. Only a couple of times. I'd want to go every day. So he's too you bad know, the guy could too bad week. the guy could yeah, too bad the guy couldn't envision uh, executing and game planning a defense properly prior to the Super Bowl last year, but that's another story. It was a high scoring game. Both both teams scored. Oh, the Eagles were good to us, weren't they? <laughs> I don't know. No, listen, me, me yeah, I was on Eagles. I'm very happy for on, the Eagles. I was on Eagles and Eagles, so it's all good. <laughs> yes. But uh Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree that 
don't know what the hell uh, that is. I'm not going to disagree. Some weird noises going yeah, on. Things out are there. blowing up. Um, I'm not going to disagree that I wouldn't have hired Matt Patricia as a head coach right no. now. It's not like his defense was never, you know, I, I don't think it was ever ranked higher than sixth since he was there. And um, I don't know. It just seems like there's other guys. And another thing is, too, it's, you look at Patriot, Patriot assistants. There's not one of them that's ever been successful as a head coach. Josh McDaniels was a big prick asshole yeah. that no one liked. Um, Charlie Weiss. Uh, that was a train wreck. Charlie Weiss, like one of the worst coaches in the history of coaching. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Romeo Cornell was okay. I, I, I like Romeo. He's a, but, yeah, he's, 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 a, he's, he's a good coordinator. He's, these guys are all coordinators. Yeah. They're not coaches. No, like Bill Belichick, just people he's, think, oh, look at her with the Patriots. They must be good. Stupid. All right, so what do you like in the preseason? What game are you betting tonight, Babano? Yeah, New Orleans. I, I laid the points with New Orleans. They were good to me last week. And I like the situation in the preseason of a backup quarterback battle. We got one with Tom Savage and Taysom Hill going on with the New Orleans Saints right now, uh, a battle that's continuing. Sean Payton says he's going to go a long way with this. He's not going to rush into any decision as to who's backing up Drew Brees this season. So it becomes a point of emphasis. And when you got these backup quarterback battles, look at the Green Bay Packers last night with Kaiser and Hundley battling. The play calling is a lot more aggressive. They take a lot more risks, a lot more chances. They fire the football down the field because they got to see something from these quarterbacks. Uh, that's what makes these teams bet on teams. And you made a point, Gabe, about the over in this game kind of goes in hand in hand with the total uh, because you're going to get that kind of, I think, New Orleans mindset where we got to see what Hill and Savage have uh, that you might see them push the envelope play-calling-wise in that game tonight. Hey, Babano, we got uh, Miami taking on Carolina on the road. Uh, what about the Dolphins as a, as a small pooch tonight? Uh, Miami plus three, total 43 opinions Carolina, on Miami, Carolina. Carolina's a good preseason team. I'm on Miami here, actually. I like the Miami side quite a bit in this game, actually. Adam Gase... Uh, I, this tells me that the, 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 the coach of this team serious about this football game. They flew out way early in the week to Carolina for this game, and Adam Gase was talking about how you know he wants to see this team up their intensity a little bit. He thought they were a little sloppy last week in the game against Tampa Bay, their first preseason game. I think you're going to get a step up here from uh, the Miami Dolphins in this spot. You know, their quarterback rotation's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination for this game. You know, you're hoping that Osweiler's going to be better. Against backups, he should uh, be able to do a little bit better here. Carolina. He's uh, he's, he's bad, bad, bad. Like, even in preseason, he's bad. He had that one. The best thing about Brock Osweiler, he had that one wicked game. He had that one wicked game against the Colts at the end of the year. No, he had a few. He had a few good. That was his real good game, though. He's falling apart, though. I, I think David Fales is better than he is. Sandals yeah, Fales was very David good. Fales? Actually, I like what yeah. I saw from Fales. <laughs> Streets yeah, don't fail me now, too. exactly. <laughs> no, Petty, yeah, actually. Petty, Petty got... Fales? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Bryce Petty's a good athlete. Bryce yeah, Bryce Petty. Petty is a good athlete. Man, they got a lot of crap at quarterback. They sure They got do. Ryan Tannehill, David Fales, Brock Osweiler, and Bryce Petty. Oh, my God. They've got four guys, and none of them are good. <laughs> Miami, too, is another team. Miami, too, is another team that's hinted their starters might see into midway through the second quarter as well. So you might be seeing uh, Miami starters out on the field, particularly extensively, a lot more uh, than Carolina tonight. I actually split this one up. I've got Miami first half because of that, and also Miami full game at around 3, 3.5 in that one. I think Miami's a good play there. A.J. McCarron will be starting. Now, listen, they haven't officially announced it. Uh, but I'm a Bills fan, and uh, following their camp throughout the week, I can tell you that 
You know, it's interesting. They're really leaving this wide open. Nate Peterman, of course, started, and Nate Peterman has generally been the best or yeah. the guy that looks like he's going to be the starter. Yep. Except uh, McDermott threw the depth chart for a loop this week. I like that because McCarron played well, too. So now A.J. McCarron starts tonight, and uh, Josh Allen is uh, number two tonight. Because wow. now, Well, now yeah. it's baby yeah. step for Allen. For sure. Yeah, before you were in the fourth quarter against Scrubs, now we're going to put you in against real NFL backups. You know, we're not we're not making the start yet. McCarron can handle this. It's really a battle between, and I think you'll see, like, what McCarron does tonight and then what Peterman does starting next week, I would imagine. Josh Allen's not starting. It's coming down to whether this is going to be Peterman or going to be A.J. McCarron uh, that starts. So it'll be interesting to see. It could be A.J. McCarron uh, tonight against Tyrod Taylor. I kind of yeah. think this game's going to go over the number, personally, too, at 40-and-a-half, but... It wouldn't surprise me, Bano, if the Bills and 42, the Browns. 42 and a half, buddy. 42 and a half, yeah. excuse me. It wouldn't surprise me if the Bills and the Browns sort of started playing for real a bit yeah. and got after it. Like, I could see them. They're both teams that you kind of want to show up and say, you know what? I know it's the I could just see them, like, yes, playing defensive and going after each other and hitting well, hard. It's going to be a good football game. Yeah, you got Tyrod Taylor. Corey Coleman's going to be running his mouth. There's just there's a lot of little storylines here with this game. You got Baker Mayfield coming in in the second half, who should be pretty good. He lit it up in the second half of the game last week. The Bills' backups were pretty bad last week in the second half. It's a tough game this game, though, man. I kind of lean with Cleveland to, to cover, even though I'm a Bills fan. I actually I like Cleveland Buffalo here. I actually, I actually took Buffalo a plus three and a half here because what do we see in preseason games? We see... Games decided in the fourth quarter. Throw out what happens in the three quarter, first three quarters. You could have a seven or ten point lead in the third quarter, and if you don't have a reliable quarterback at the back end of that football game, uh, he can cough up a ten point lead in an instant for you. Uh, and for Cleveland, you're going to see a lot of broken rowback in the tail end of the third and the fourth quarter. Uh, in this football game tonight, and that could be a little bit of a problem for you. Uh, Buffalo, we know what they're going to get. What you're going to get from them, McCarron. You're going to get Peterman. You're going to get Allen. You've got a, you know quarterbacks that need did to showcase watch, themselves a little bit. Did you did you watch the Bills game last week? Yeah, I did. You watched their defense in the second half. Their backups. They gave no, up like twenty four unanswered points. They weren't good, but we're talking about taking more than a field goal here in, in a preseason game. It's where three. you're going to have it's a Cleveland, three right now. it's three now, but you're it's still going to get Broken Roback, who's never snapped a ball in an NFL preseason game before in the fourth quarter, maybe having to make plays down the stretch in a close football game. So for that reason, I took Buffalo plus. I, I like the over. I don't argue with that one bit. Uh, you got showcase situation quarterback-wise in Buffalo. Cleveland's quarterback situation is actually pretty good till you get to Roback, so you could get over that total. What do you think about well, you uh, got Tyrod Taylor, Baker yeah. Mayfield, and Stanton? Yeah, like, uh, some proven guys have been there, done that before. Yeah, it's interesting. What about the CFL? Are you guys going to lay as 17? a Bills <laughs> as a as a Bills fan? Yeah. I you know I generally yeah. like to bet. Last week, yeah. um, last week I screwed myself because I did. I bet on the damn Bills last week, just sort of as a fan bet. I was like, ah, you know whatever. What? Oh man, gonna, yeah. they looked damn good in the first they half. They did. They did. Like the Bills were all over the 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 Panthers. Their number one defense was really really good. Nate Peterman was crisp. A.J. McCarron was crisp, but it was everything just fell apart in the second half. Like, holy man, like they couldn't tackle. They, like, it right. was disorganized. I can tell you, Gabe, two teams to pick on in the preseason. 
Seattle and San Francisco. Seattle because now the preseason, it's not the same. They've already lost to the Chargers when uh, they played before when they cared about preseason. And the 49ers are so banged up on all sides of the ball. The Seahawks, I, think you fa- I think you fade them. The Seahawks are at the Chargers. Yeah, I like the Chargers. Okay, Babano. Yeah, we got about two minutes here, Babano. So uh, the CFL game here, one minute. CFL game. Actually, you know what? We'll keep a banner until after the 520 yeah. break, so we'll get to the CFL here. So so what's your NFL bets there? You said you're taking the uh, the New Orleans Saints, and you're taking the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Yes, and Miami. Yeah, those are mine. And I kind of like the over and the uh, Browns and Bills as well. And I liked Kansas City, but, you know, it's just moved too much. But no problem with taking Kansas City. I'll repeat my NFL picks after, but uh, I've got the Carolina Panthers on the money line, Detroit Lions on the money line, Kansas City Chiefs on the money line. And the uh, Arizona Cardinals and the Saints over 41. I'm going to parlay New Orleans and Detroit on the money line. Parlay. Getting greedy. I wouldn't mind teasing this stuff, but it won't, the, nah. book, the book I'm betting won't No teasers me. in the preseason. Bastards. Game time decisions continues. We'll hit the CFL on the other side with Ian Cameron. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decision for Heat and Rage Radio. NFL preseason is back, and as we stated, a little uh, accentuated uh, this year with starters playing in the first halves uh, in uh, in some of these games. So as we mentioned, uh, quickly we'll get back to Babano here. We'll talk CFL, but uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing their starters for the entire first half, they say. The Atlanta Falcons aren't really saying very much. Matt Ryan didn't play in the first game. He's expected to play a bit, but he won't play much. I think it's, yeah, the Falcons are just sort of chilling and easing their way into this. Um, the Detroit Lions seem to be pretty fired up for tonight's game. They're very, very excited about on Johnson, the kid out yes, of Auburn. Yes. In fact, he's in my DFS lineup. Great pick. He's in mine too, buddy. And uh, <laughs> I think the Lions might finally have a running back, actually. First time yeah. in, like, forever. Yeah, Abdullah, this guy. Well, Abdullah's the third down guy. I know he's he not is. an every down exactly. guy. Exactly. So um, the Lions are fired up for this game. The Giants are banged up and pretty dysfunctional right now. Uh, Bills, as we mentioned, looks like A.J. McCarron's going to start. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is expected to play the first half for the Cleveland Browns, and then Baker Mayfield, uh, excuse me, and then Drew Stanton and Mayfield, etc. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, plays out. Uh, the Dolphins have a million quarterbacks, and they're all, you know, Carolina is a pretty good preseason team as well. Got our boy uh, Joe Webb. I like Joe Webb. He's great I've always liked great Joe. Preseason, uh, no, and also, he could play a couple positions. Joe Webb is tricky. He runs around. He He's makes fast. plays. Yeah, yeah. Come on, UAB's Joe Webb. He's a friend. Uh, good preseason quarterback. He sure is. And then you've got Arizona and the Saints. And uh, Babano likes the Saints, he says. I like uh, the Saints, too. I like too. the over 41. And I can tell you guys, I like the Arizona Cardinals over five and a half wins. Uh, you can get it at five and a half offshore, but it's six and even six. Uh, in Vegas, but I think Arizona can win uh, six, seven games this year. 
I don't think that's asking too much. All right, so let's get to the CFL with Ian Cameron. CFL football. Just a correction, by the way, with Joe Webb. Joe Webb's with the Houston Texans right now. Uh, So you won't see him in Carolina tonight playing. Oh, excuse me. So who's – hold on. Who's the backup here? Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen is what you're looking at. Heineke mufflers. Heineke beer. Yeah, Heineke. Who was I watched him He's last week? He's that kid from Old Dominion, Heineke. He's good, Heineke. I know. He actually works hard. He was, was with Minnesota. Heineke. I remember him. Yeah, Heineke. Heineke Muffins. Heineke. Yeah, no, Heineke. thanks, Babano. Yeah, good call. No, I was thinking um, when I watched him in the second half last week, who was it that lit it up in the second half? I'm not a big Kyle Allen fan either. No, Gilbert. Was Gilbert was, was in uh, for a little bit last week. Garrett Gilbert, great, yeah. Garrett Gilbert from what, Oklahoma yep. State? Texas. From Texas. Way oh, back Gilbert when. from Texas. Good call. Good call, yep. Brett. Yes. Gilbert was from, he was a Longhorn. Garrett Gilbert, Texas. Yeah. Gilbert, yes. I remember him. He's in terrible. Texas. Now he actually is a bad quarterback. He was a bad college quarterback. Yes, that's a good point. He wasn't very good in college. You know, his father was in the NFL, he was a Bills quarterback. Really, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've never been high on Gilbert. No, I remember Gilbert was at Texas and he kind of sucked. Uh, he couldn't handle the, the the pressure of falling. I think he followed Colt McCoy, and then um, yeah, Mac Brown was still there then, back then. Yep. Yeah, back then. Yeah. And I remember yep. Gilbert transferred to SMU. Yes, that is correct. He played yep. for the Mustangs with June Jones in that June Jones. Game. Yep. He didn't. He yep. didn't. He didn't completely suck at SMU. No, because the offense was more tailored. Throw to the ball quick, fifty-eight yeah. well, times. It's quick hitches, and yeah, that's the thing. Ding, 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 ding. There's ding. no pressure playing on SMU because you're not supposed to win, right? Like Texas, there was pressure. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's a big, tall guy. He's got a big arm. But, yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, for bringing that up. Yeah, Joe Webb's been bouncing around forever. Yeah, somebody give – come on. Joe like, Webb's a good guy. you got to have him on your roster. Like, wasn't Didn't Joe Webb start off on the Vikings? Yes, he did. Yeah, remember, like, he started a Monday nighter, like, cold, basically, in the playoffs or something. Yeah, no, he a playoff Yeah, game. that's yeah. the thing. Uh, Bradford was – they had Joe Webb there in the playoffs in Green Bay. Like, he tried, too. He made a couple plays, but yeah, he just yeah. – he couldn't get over the hump. I always cheer for Joe Webb. He's, like, the ultimate keep, underdog. Keep yeah, an eye on Houston tomorrow night when they play San Francisco. I mean, they've got a decent quarterback I rotation. Agree. After Watson, you've got Whedon, who lit up that Kansas City team uh, last week. Stephen Morris and then Joe Webb behind him, yeah. Stephen Morris is brutal. You like Stephen Morris? No. That kid's cost me so much money. Miami, Florida? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Interception Steve. machine. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Morris throws a lot of picks. He's an interception machine. I, I swear to God, I remember being on the air live. I think I was doing a podcast like last year. Like, all these years merged together. Yeah, I'm picturing Joe Webb yeah. running around for the yeah, Panthers in the preseason. And yeah, yeah, it all merges <laughs> together for me. But uh, who, who, who are we just ripping? Oh, we're, we're ripping uh, oh, Morris. 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 Oh, no. God, he's such a stiff. Smooth smoke. I, I, I don't like thinking about him. That's why I don't like his <laughs> names, not in my vocabulary. In Miami, I swear to God, he screwed me once like for like $3,000 a game. Four picks? It's like four picks, but I remember it was just one after another. I was like, kid, man, you got to stop. Please stop. And then I had money on a, uh, on a Colts game. I had money on a Colts game in the preseason, and Morris came. Hey, Morris, and, your buddy. And I said, people like didn't really know who he was. I said, man, this kid's terrible. He's going to throw an interception that cost us the game, and he did, like on the next play. Well, he's still in the league. I don't understand. There's 335 million people in America, and they can't find 90 good quarterbacks. You always remember the quarterbacks that cost you way more and way easier than the quarterbacks that won you money. It's That's true. true. That's why Ryan Fitzpatrick's always at the front of our minds after that seven interception, interception you know, debacle. You know how many times 
I've watched the college game and stuff, and some kids made a big play, and I'm like, man, I'm going to get that kid's jersey. Or, <laughs> like, there's some quarterback. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's a kid on Iowa State that, that saved my ass twice. I'm like, this kid's great. You know now what? I couldn't pick this kid out of a lineup if you offered me a million dollars. I couldn't re- I, I remember, can't remember. I remember <laughs> back in the day, Marenzi, when I was, like, really in tight with the book, and it was the only time I've ever doubled up for, like, five, ten grand in one. It was Sage Rose. Remember, and Sage Rosenfels was the quarterback. Iowa State, they've always been a gritty team. People, if you're in trouble, Iowa yeah. State will get you through. I'm high the on Cyclones. Them. I'm high on them this yeah, year. They're very good. They're the team that'll make you money. High on them this year. Okay, uh, yeah, so let's I get agree. to it uh, to CFL. So Ottawa Red Blacks and the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I'm laying the points. Ottawa Red Blacks and Screw, the uh, Ottawa's not good. You're laying a six and a half. You're yeah, right, and I'm and taking half. it to pick them to the over forty. Life and death to beat Montreal last week. That tells you all you need to know right there about Ottawa. Yeah, it's an East team going west. Too. Winnipeg's good at home. I don't. I don't think Ottawa. Pavano, in my opinion, like just watching the Montreal game. I'm not. I don't believe in Ottawa. I don't think they're a very good team. I think they're overrated, and actually six and a half. I would have t- thought the line might be seven and a half, eight. I'll take the six and a half with the Bombers. Yeah, I mean the West versus East uh, matchup coming into play again, and it's not been quite as dominant uh, with the West uh, dummying up the East this season compared to previous years. But there's still uh, a, w- a positive win-loss record. I think they've still got six games above 500 against the East teams, and Winnipeg's just great at home, four and zero against the spread at home. They have yet uh, to fail. Uh, to cover a number at Investors Group Field. It's going to be a hot night there. I'm sure the crowd's going to be into it. Ottawa on a short week, too. That was a Saturday night game against Montreal. Now you're on the road Friday night in Winnipeg. The last time they played uh, on a short week, uh, Calgary uh, just blitzed them in Ottawa. It was 27-3. Ottawa was playing on a short week there, too, and they did not play well whatsoever. I know Weston Dressler's not playing tonight for the Bombers. That's going to hurt a bit, but they got Nick Dembski. They got Darvin Adams. Uh, they've got Kenbrell Tompkins, who's really come on at receiver. They've still got Andrew Harris, who's an all-purpose running back, the best one in the CFL going. I think they can survive that injury, and their defense is playing a lot better. think if you can get six and a half, seven, Winnipeg's the way I'd go. They said, though, at Babano, about those fires, they're even having like problems as far as Winnipeg, Manitoba. I just had a friend who came back from there I'm hoping, like, you know, with the air quality and stuff, 54 and a half in the total, is it something we got to be concerned about? I know it's not exactly where it is in B.C. and Alberta, but people are talking about it. I'm not sure the air quality is ever good in Winnipeg. <laughs> it's, o- it's always bad? <laughs> the murder rates so certainly nice aren't there. good there. Oh, no, you, so, you, yeah, you can't go up north. There. Yeah. It's dangerous up there. <laughs> Beautiful city. Oh, I, I like Winnipeg. Actually, I had yeah. a great time there. They have no casinos, which I enjoy. I like casinos, the frolic. You get casinos everywhere. Yeah, I like I like places with casinos everywhere. Um, all right, so we got the BC Lions and the Toronto Ooh, Argonauts tough tomorrow. Game. The Travis Lule led uh, BC Lions, uh, laying two and a half in Toronto. Toronto's been off since that big comeback win against the Ottawa Red Blacks a couple of weeks ago. I believe we're going to be on opposite sides of this game because uh, I think me and Cam are Toronto Argonaut homers. You like the Argos this I'm week? I'm going to be honest with you, Gabe. When I've gone against the Argos with Winnipeg earlier and they murdered them, it was good for my wallet. I'm done with this Argonaut loyalty except for the wow. nice back against Ottawa. I'm going to lay uh, – I'm going to take BC on the money line. You're I think they're winning. Yeah. Toronto have been that, very dysfunctional this year. I think this the is best. BC. Yeah, they can't they, – they can't tackle. And what about that. the over? Marenzi's saying like a game with sneaky points. I think if you tease. Oh, there's going to be points. Do a in teaser to over 43 and a half. I'll Either tell you side. what. Look, we had Ben Kramer on yesterday from Daily Roto. And as you pointed out, for fantasy purposes, the uh, the Toronto Argonauts and the BC Lions both give up the most yep. yards per play through the air, with the exception of the Montreal Owens. 
And you look at you look at the Toronto Argonaut defense. Their secondary is terrible. Oh, it's awesome. Everybody, people are wide open all the time. And then even after they catch the ball, no one can tackle them. <laughs> like, you know, the only way the Argos win this game is like a 41-38 type thing. And I think Bethel Thompson's the type of guy. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a grinder. Guy racked up 35 DK points, yeah. threw four touchdown passes. He's a good price this week. He's going to throw a couple of interceptions, but he'll also air it out a bit. I think there's points in this game. I think the total's too low at 50 and a half. I know you like BC in this game, Babano. And I'm not. I can't stand here and debate it and say, "Well, oh, I'm going to take the Argos." The Argos really haven't shown us anything, but I am comfortable that there'll be points in this game. I like the over fifty and a half. Yeah, I've heard, I mean, DC is four and zero against the spread since Lule's taken over. They've covered every number. They've been in every game. They finally won a big game against a good team last week, beating Edmonton. A great second half performance to pull that game out. I think that takes confidence now to Toronto with them on this road trip. 4-0 straight up and against the spread their last four trips to Toronto against the Argonauts. They've owned them here at BMO Field uh, over the last few years. Uh, just a short near pick and price range. Yeah, sign me up here with BC. I gotta say, Gabe, when I look at this game at Babano, BC has a huge, huge advantage in special teams with Rainey. Van- like, the way they return, you saw them in that game. They're explosive. Like, some of the guys, boom, they they find a hole, they're gone. The Argos kicking game's been a mess. The long kid for BC's good. Like, huge advantages, Argos, huge advantages. Argos, special BC teams. was in plus Better. field position all week now last week, Cam, against gone. Edmonton. Yeah, Pfeffer's gone. You're right, but it's still it's not as good as BC. That's helped the best it. thing that ever helped them. It did. It did. No, Argo's kicking game was the worst in the league. And a guy, it, it, it greatly improved after yeah, that. Yeah, Ronnie Pfeffer. We give right, we give uh, Pressman and Pop a lot of credit. We got to give them grief for what they did with the kicking game. They never should have cut Swayze Waters. They t- decided to keep Ronnie Pfeffer instead of uh, Swayze Waters, and they're paying the price for it. Pfeffer's had a terrible year for the Argos. Pepper can't kick in high school. He got, it's he it's got, actually it's embarrassing. He got hurt a couple of weeks ago, though. Pepper, the guy's so. missing 19, 23 yarders like, I'm, consistently. I'm I was there. I know. It's brutal. I'm aware. I was there. It was so bad. <laughs> it was awful. It was so bad. I was sitting with the Argo families, uh, and uh, even they were heckling him. Yeah. It's like the mother of like an offensive lineman. She's wearing his jersey, yeah. and she's like, "You suck." And yeah. She's like, "She's he's, telling her he's husband from Waterloo. He's like, down gotta, the street." She's like, "We got to get a new effing kicker." Like yeah. all the parents were like, "This guy's terrible," and oh, he's costing us. And I actually defended him. I said, "Guys, they're losing like thirty-one-three, right?" So yeah, he missed the kick. I know he sucks, but <laughs> you're taking mercy when his family was attacking. Well, yeah. it's like you know, what about your son? He's yeah. not blocking anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always the kickers from the area too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, are, are we laying seventeen, buddy? Well, this game is. Uh, no, Edmonton's going to kill them. Yeah. So this one, who's the quarterback? It's Antonio. What's his name? Antonio Pipkin. 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 That's the first name. Antonio. I think is it, it is. Antonio? Pip- Pipkin. 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 Yeah. Very. He's very very good uh, Division two player. I remember him too. I swear to God, I don't know if I bet on him in yeah. in one of the championship games. Or if he played in one of the college all-star games. I've seen this kid play before. Tiffin University? Yeah. Tiffin. And I think, you know what? I think it was that's what it was. They I think they won last year. Or two years ago, whatever. And remember I, I remember saying, Yeah, I've never heard of Tiffin University before. Tiffin, private uh, co ed university in Tiffin, Ohio, founded in eighteen eighty eight. Tiffin University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. <laughs> oh, it sounds like yeah, a lot of smart people go here. Good football. No, hey, no, no, that, no, high, no. That means they're just like. Uh, no, who else went there? Who else went to Tiffin? Chris Ivory. Really? And Nate Washington. Chris Ivory? Yeah, Chris Ivory. You could offer me 10000 I would never have guessed it, Chris Ivory. Like, Neither have I. Cool Chris Ivory, Tiffin? 
And no, but that he also went to Tiffin and Washington State, transferring okay, yeah, to yeah, Washington yeah, yeah, State. No, but you. he started at Tiffin. Yeah. So where did Pipkin? Pipkin started somewhere and probably ended there. Pipkin? I don't know, man. I've I've known Pipkin. He's around. I've known this guy for years. <laughs> I don't know where you know Pipkin from. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Antonio Pipkin. But still, it's we'll seventeen see if points. Pipkin turns into a pumpkin on Saturday night or not. I don't know. The, the Alouettes the Alouettes are terrible, but they're a strange team. They cover some of these big numbers a lot. Like, they, they hang around somehow in these games. I just don't see how they're going to do it here. And we don't, don't even know if now. this game is going to be played. Yeah, Montreal is the covering machine now on the road. They covered at Ottawa. They covered at uh, Saskatchewan. Well, they won their only game against Saskatchewan, but they covered at Calgary as well. Double-digit points. I can't lay this with Edmonton. I know they're off the tough loss against BC. They didn't play well in the second half. Jason Moss is yelling about the team's taking too many penalties. I'm going to start finding guys, throwing them out of practice, benching them during games if they keep taking these undisciplined penalties. He's threatened his team with that this week uh, in practice. There's no doubt Montreal's walking into a buzzsaw. CFL, uh, too. You you threaten the fine. It's like, I'm going to fine you guys 50 bucks. (laughs) I swear to God. It's like, like the game show jackpot. Man, really, I'm on a door and you turn me for 20 really bucks. A knob. I remember the Alouettes had that. Like, if you were late for practice, it was like 100 bucks. Yeah, 50 bucks. People were like, man, 100 bucks. Like, in the NFL, like, they would laugh. It'd be like, are you are you kidding? <laughs> the CFL, I need that 100 bucks. Yeah, people in the CFL would be like, I don't want to pay 100 bucks to be late. Listen to this one. With Tiffin, guess what their team name is? It's a complete ripoff. Crusaders. Nah, Green Wave. The same as Tulane. Tiffin, Tulane, Green Tiffin. Tulane, Green Wave, Tiffin, Green Wave. Wow. Yeah, it says the Green Wave. Yeah, and he, so he was also in the Arizona Cardinals camp in 2017. Tiffkin. Yeah, That's see, where you, yeah, Tiffkin, you remember, you remember him from a fourth stringer with the Cardinals. Nah, but he must have played in, like, one of the college all-star games. He went to a good high school. Like, uh, yeah, that, no, he's academy. a good athlete, yeah, this yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, he can run, eh? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. The, gr- the Green Wave. Yeah, but uh, when look up uh, Tulane University. When was Tulane University founded? Yeah, well, probably, uh, yeah, Tulane. I don't know, because this one, I don't know. When, when was Tifkin again? Uh, 1888, you said. Yeah, 1888. No way. Tu- is Tulane that old? Tulane University was founded in, I'm going to say, 19... Was founded in 1834. 1834! Wow, so... It was called Tiffin. the Medical College of Louisiana. Wow. And then it changed its name to the University of Louisiana, and uh, they, they became Tulane after. So Tiff, Tiffin ripped off Tulane. That's the way it went down. I don't know. You can't have two green waves. I don't think the green wave football team existed in 1835. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't start playing football. To like, People you know, may not have cared about Tulane not. enough at that time to even notice anyway. <laughs> What about before we got seconds yeah. left? Of Anno Calgary, Saskatchewan, Calgary, Saskatchewan. Uh, Calgary Lane Seven. Uh, I don't need much time on this game. I'm not going to have much involvement. I won't bet against Calgary off a of bye. That's all there is to it. They've won 15 straight off a of bye going back to 2003. I think they've covered almost 68 percent of those games as well. They're off a of bye. They're always plays great. They're well prepared. Going back to when Huffnagel and Higgins were the coaches of this team, but it's been the same way with Dickinson. Saskatchewan's defense is good enough to hang in this game. That's why it's a lot of points, but their offense is a mess, and now they cut Deron Carter. Uh, yeah, I'd lean Calgary a little bit under, if anything, would be the way I'd bet it. Hate it, Gabe. It's going to be favorites week. Kind of leaning like with Winnipeg. You, you, you like one dog, Toronto, but but Winnipeg minus six and a half. BC minus 140 in the money line. Edmonton, 17-point favorite. Lots of chalk. Big numbers. Big numbers. Big numbers. Thanks, Babano. Thanks, buddy. You can follow Babano Have a good weekend, Twitter, guys. At, we'll see you next week in Vegas. At Babano. We'll see you in Vegas. 
You can uh, get them on sportsmemo.com. Sportsmemo.com. Sportsbookreview.com as well. Ian Cameron. Babano. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Red Heat and Rage, buddy. I got two. I got two stories, Gabe Pipkin. It says Tiffin University Dragons, and then it says Tiffin University Green Wave. So I'm not really sure what's going on here. Pretty crazy, eh? That's why you're not an update guy. You're not, you're not factual enough. What? What? So what? You didn't name? know the Tiffin. You didn't know the team was called the Dragons, did you? No, but like, I. I, you know, I, I also. I also didn't tell people they were called the Green no, Wave. No, but no, but here's what it says. Like, like, no, you got to. I'm defending myself on this one because it says that he threw for the Green Wave, and then it says Dragons. It says as a freshman, freshman in 2014, Pipkin completed 31 of 54, 61.1 percent, and 233 yards and one touchdown versus three interceptions in 2015. Pipkin became the Green Wave starting quarterback and finished the season with 250 completions and 390 attempts. So I assume he went to Tulane, but uh, it doesn't say anything about him going to Tulane. It just says uh, Pipkin Dragons, and then it says Green Wave. Yeah. So I'm kind of confused about that one. Well, I'm on their website here right now. Yep. And it says GoTiffinDragons.com. Yeah, so yeah. So that's, that's their official website. So why would it say Pipkin became the Green Wave starting quarterback? That's that's what I don't understand. If it's uh, so, maybe did he play? Maybe did he play at Tulane for a bit? No, but uh, I see the Tiffin University. Look, their their mascot's pretty cool, actually. He's a dragon. It's awesome. Wait, oh, wait. It's like the UAB Blazer. It's too good. <laughs> oh yeah, fire breathing dragon. Wait, no, it's so ghetto. It's like a, uh, I just had it. Come on. Stupid. No, he's like inflatable. Oh, oh, really? So he's not a, like a real scary dragon or anything like that. He's he's friendly. Yeah, Tiffin yeah. football. Where the hell is this mascot? Yeah, like look, he, they, when he runs out on the field, when they run on the field. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's them coming out of the dragon. Yeah, that nice. They come out of the dragon tunnel. I like that. You know what? Their uniforms, they look like the uh, South Florida Bulls. They do. They do. A little bit of UAB and a little bit of South Florida. See, they have that helmet that Tom Brady was wearing with the little... Uh, aerodynamics? The aerodynamics. Yeah. I call it, like I said the other day, college kids born. It's working. They got pretty cool jerseys, actually, the Dragons. 
I don't know. Maybe they're the Dragons, but also they have a nickname. The Called, Green Wave yeah, or maybe something. that because they're green. That's a good point. All right, let's see their schedule. Who are they playing this year? <laughs> yeah, I want to see if they're if they got any uh, big big uh, big games. Tiffin University, Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, ECAC Division like, are Two. They, are they playing any any anybody? They're in Division Two. No. The athletic director. They Lon play Allen. against Northwood. Yep. Mercyhurst. Yeah, I know Mercyhurst basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never heard of them. At Alderson Brodus. Don't know that one. At Walsh. No. Wayne State. I know Wayne yeah, State. Wayne State. Wayne. Wayne State. <laughs> Their homecoming game is against Malone. <laughs> Who's Malone? Malone University. Malone. Malone. Is that like Malone, New York? Sam Malone. Yeah, I don't know Malone. Let's see. Malone. Tiffins, Ohio. Malone. Football. Ball. Yeah. Looks like a pretty little place, though. Like, that's really nice. What, Tiffin University? Oh, yeah. The pictures on the water. Man, this place is gorgeous. It's a nice little nice, nice oh. little community. Malone University football is in Canton, Ohio. Yeah. Well, I wonder if, if their stadium's the uh, the Hall of Fame stadium. <laughs> the Malone Pioneers. Somebody sent us a picture. Blaze! The Dragon. <laughs> Boom City, Boom City Bush. Boom City, good stuff. Boom City Bush sent us the blaze. Oh, that's great. Oh yeah, he's a wicked dragon. He's the Tiffin Dragon. Blaze, blaze. It's a pretty cool looking, dude. I like it. I like Blaze a lot. I'm a fan of the inflatable, just big green. How they come out of the inflatable guy? It yeah, like, it, you know, it looks like a kid's birthday party yeah, in the backyard. You're right. It's, it's like a, they got a big <laughs> dragon, but it's not scary. It's no, sort of like he's a friendly it, dragon. Yeah, it's sort of like he's sort of smiling. It's Blaze like, looks a little bit like more like a devil dragon. Like he's got kind of a look. Like look at him. He looks I, more yeah, like no, a Blaze. Reptile. Yeah, you're right. Blaze. Like Blaze is a harder looking demon dragon, and yeah. the other one's an inflatable fun. Kids' playhouse. Yeah, dragon. like I yeah. can see a kid not liking Blaze. Like no. Blaze kind of looks mean. Yeah, Blaze is scary. And the other dragons more. Blaze like is sort Chuck of a e. mix between like a Florida gator and like a dragon. Good point. He look. He's got gator head with horns. But it's all with a mascot. It's all about the eyes. He's got like scary you make, eyes. You make like big goofy eyes. He looks friendly. But uh, they make you look at eyes. you look at the Tiffin Blaze <laughs> dragon. He looks like oh. he's gonna kill you. Well, his eyes are like very <laughs> demonic. <laughs> he is. <It's> amazing. <laughs> In fact, in fact, if I was like uh, running, I want things, you to be Blaze. If I was running things, I'd be like, guys, like our mascot looks like something from a horror movie. Like, what are you yeah, trying to do? You're like, right. He's imagine actually, like this kid running, this guy running around yeah. in the parking hey, lot at the tailgate. Here comes Blaze, and yeah. all the kids. Ah, you're, you're right. Bla- Blaze. Even, I love how skinny he's. Awesome. Yeah. I love this shot. He's got his hands up. It's like the cops are pointing a gun at him. Yeah. Settle down, Blaze. He's even got claws and I stuff. Know. He's got, he doesn't have paws. He's got claws. And I love that he's got a sash that says Blaze. Hey, Gabe, got a tweet from uh, Craig Martin. College football survivor pool. Viable question mark. Done before question. Can we do, can we do one? Maybe we do it uh, point spread under a certain amount. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good question. From Craig, good to see you, Craig. Um, yeah, college football survivor pool would be too... It'd be too easy, basically, for yeah. the first 10 weeks, yeah. 12 weeks. For sure. You know what I mean? So you got to do a spread. You'd just a be able number. to say exactly. So you'd have to say, all right, college football survivor pool, you can't take 
bigger than a 14-point favorite yeah. or a 10-point favorite. You sort of set the yeah. 10 might be a little steep. Then you, okay. you do it. Well, 10, you're going to get a lot of people knocked out. 14? Yeah, but then also, then you get into the debate, though, and then it becomes an argument. Yeah, but it was 14 and a half uh, at uh, 14 and a half of my bookie on Wednesday. That's what I gave the pick. <laughs> it's 13 and a half now. It's not fair. You have to know what we do. Lock it in by a certain day and a certain site. That's what you have to do. No spread move, no, no line moves, no steam, none of that stuff. By this date, you go to this site. It is this, and then you go accordingly. What would be the point spread? I like where you're going with 14. 14 or under, flat, nothing over, 14 and a half, none of that. 14, flat. 14 point flat, 14 yeah. flat. It's something to yeah. look into. We'll it see how many, uh, how many we'll people see. are interested. I know we got a lot of things. you got a lot of, you're, you're going to be all over yeah, the place. Yeah, i got a lot of things going. I know, you could be the commish. That's the thing. And uh, Maybe one of the listeners could be the commish, and we send them the money. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Well, they're, they're trustworthy people. I, I trust that I send uh, people money. We meet, we meet them at functions. You don't trust sending people. Yeah, hundred bucks. Who cares? It's like, well, we go see them at the bar. They like, mail someone hundred bucks right now. I've done it before. You don't even know how to use email. Actually, transfer. now I do. Yeah, I got it set up. What are you talking about? You don't know what's going on. I got the whole thing. I got my mortgage and everything going on there now. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, actually, because you can go from fun to fun to do true. stuff. And now what I find, no, I'm a lot more in You debt mentioned now. this last week to me or something, but was it because someone sent you money or you sent some, someone sent you money, yeah, right? Yeah, somebody sent me money, but then now i Then I'm, you realize all you have to do is just click it. Yeah, to accept it. It was Joe. And Joe told me the question was, who's the best soccer player in the world? Oh, that's right. His yeah. answer was Ronaldo. That's right. Ronaldo. You gave away the password. That's right. Yeah. But it's over now. It's already, yeah. you can't You can't get my money. I've so now, now that you've done that, so have you sent money out to someone yet before? Yes, I have, just to test it out, and it worked perfectly. <laughs> I'd prefer not to. I prefer the, 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 the personal touch, Marenzi. Like, if you were in the area, I'd like you to come by for a drink and get your envelope but it doesn't work no, like it's the and, modern way and today in today's society people don't like to talk it's people instant. don't want to see anybody it's instant it's the modern way yeah i don't know i prefer the old school meet meet greet have a nice breakfast with i've the used person. it i've used it so much i'm a i'm a premium uh member you get points no but um i don't have to um no I don't, fees i don't have to accept it oh it just goes right into my account. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, you don't even click, and there's no trivia question? There's, there's no passwords or anything Come for on. me. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Seriously? Yeah. So, uh, so, so what is that? how long does that have to take, then? That's got to be years of service, I would think, to trust you that much to not have a password? No, no, no. I think uh, anyone could do it. I just really? I, I signed up for it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just Everyone sends me stuff. There's always cryptic stuff. Yeah, it's for you people know, who's that use it a lot. Yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah, maybe yeah. you got to use it a certain amount of times to get the offer or whatever, yeah. but... It's a good, uh, it's a good service. But I told you, I got flagged by them because yeah, they asked. A lot, of, a lot of money was moving. They in said, and out, they yeah. said, yeah, you've emailed over forty thousand dollars in the last eight months or so. But your answer was good. Listen, I'm the commissioner of leagues. I keep the monies and I send the monies. And, yeah, but, but, but the problem was the person didn't know English the, very the well. The lady I spoke to, to yeah, well, yeah, and she really didn't understand the whole concept of everything. Another dude did. Yeah, the dude did. I think the dude knew who I was. That's, that he was like, hey, Marenzi, and sort of, I was like, hey, yeah, you know. Just, and I brought up, I said, hey, man, my rent's nineteen fifty a month. It's <laughs> a great point. You get so all, you, you're getting flagged you, for paying your rent. You add that up, that's like twenty four k right yeah. there. What about you people know? in New York, 3500 Like, you're sending money here and there and everywhere. What, is everybody getting flagged? Come yeah. on, that's an expensive rental. Yeah, I was thinking about moving to Koreatown. Koreatown? Koreatown, yeah. How much? It's pretty pricey. Twenty eight. 
Higher? Well, 32? It was like the bait and switch. Yeah. You see the odd. They're like, oh, move in for uh, for 3050 a month. All in. And then you actually click, and it's like, wow, it's actually like 3650 Yeah. Fees. They so, get you. 3000 I've never paid that much rent before in my life. What's 3600 The most you've ever paid is two grand? Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's the most I've ever paid for rent. And it's still too much. That's why I have a tenant. <laughs> I got bills. Like, my place is a money. Well, pay. you own a house, though. You're not paying rent. I don't rent. own a house. I own a part. I own, like, basically 20% of a house. Like, I, I still owe the bank $208,000. <laughs> so do I own a house? No, I own I own 18% of a house. That's a good point. That's a good point. I got to be honest with you. Come to think of it, all the bills and stuff I paid, people are like, oh, you should buy, you should buy. I've done the math. Renting's actually smarter. If you get a good rental situation, owning a home is a stupid idea. I personally, you know. Throw money There's at times like, well, look, I've lived here for three years, so I add it up. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap, I gave this lady like $74,000. But but at the same point in time, I could also uh, be leaving next week without any stress. No, like It's like, whatever. All right, see ya. Great point. <laughs> it's like, so, bye-bye. So what do I do when I decide to move down down the aisle? I gotta What's that chick's name? She's a smart chick. What's her name? Uh, Amanda Lang. What, the BNN girl? Yeah, yeah not yeah. BNN. But a Bloomberg she, business. She used to be on, like, uh, yeah. She used, to, she used to have a show with Kevin O'Leary. Yep. They're business people. And now she's on a business or whatever the hell she is. She's gotten, like, she's turned down big money from, like, MS, MSNBC and CNN and stuff. She's like a smart finance uh, woman. Yep. And um, she actually did a thing where she she actually compared. Because basically, you know, if you don't own, right, you're a loser. Like, you know, I got that from my ex-girlfriend. And, you know, we don't own a house. And we don't, like... It's not true. Like, basically, society, though, they sell you this crap camp. They sell you to go to university, yeah. so you get a student loan, you never have a job after you end up being a freaking waitress, and you owe, the, you know, you owe for the whatever. Oh, you didn't get married. Oh, you don't, you don't have two cars? Oh, how come you don't have this credit card? Like, they're trying to enslave you into debt, right, for the rest of your life with them. I've always told people, like, look at a guy like Brad Lamb. The uh, the, what, the, real, the real condo king? Guy. Yeah. So let me ask you what he real estate agents and, and stuff. If it was not very profitable for them, they wouldn't spend so much money advertising. That's a great point. Like, if he's spending all this money putting billboards up, it's not because it's not good for him. So my whole point is, as you stated, they sell the dream of home ownership and stuff, yet then people just enslave for the rest of their lives. Now, I'm not saying it, it's, you know, it's, it, it's different for everybody. But anyways, this, this woman was very, very smart, actually laid it down and, and said, you know, Renting's actually pretty damn good. And they showed a couple, actually, that had a couple of kids, and they owned a house. And, uh, man, it never ended. Renovations and repairs and city tax and exactly. land fees. See, that's and, the thing. That's where yeah, I like get every, It basically stated what we got, what we bought, we didn't bargain for. Because, yeah. like you said, your property tax will be way more six years from now. And they're going to, oh, we're building a train near you, so now you're going to have to pay more. And it's like, well, that's not the deal that I got when I moved in this Funny neighborhood. you mentioned that. They're improving. Right? You know they're improving the, the yeah, big so then somehow the you have to there. pay for that. You know what? Guess where the main line's going through? Right through my backyard? Sure. The guy told me it's going to increase your property by 80000 probably, right? But you know what? Great point you bring up. My land taxes every year after that go up and everything else. So am I really getting a better place? Yeah, so these, it's a scam. this couple split. They sold their house. Yeah, and they rented. Smart. And uh, there was like, oh, it's the best thing we've ever done. We live in a bigger place. And the big thing is, too, it's also flexibility, right? You're able to just sort of hop around. You don't have to worry about the repairs and everything. 
But it's when you get older, that's when you sort of would want to own something. Yeah, I understand. You know, so you can at least have a place to die Marenzi, and not worry about paying a rent. You have to understand, understand something, Renzi. When you're getting, when I'm locking in this mortgage, too, I'm still basically the reason I haven't paid. I'm knocking the first 10, 12 years in interest. But you know what the problem is here, too? I don't have the money to knock it down in this, properly. In this market where, where we are, where you have your house, it's just too expensive. Oh, damn right. Like, think, about it, think about it in comparison. Yeah. How much money have you put in your place so far? Into my place? Yeah. 100k well how much do you own you said like 50k what how much yeah, have you how much more. have you paid off like yourself i'm you think? thinking one hundred twelve thousand dollars. all right so and you still owe 208 and you know you'll still have you know you said there's a million repairs if you had to sell yeah. it you'd have to put in a lot of thousands yeah, to not fix as much it, as you think right yeah. now conversely think my friend in las vegas has a nice bungalow home old style southwest theme Big garage, big backyard with a pool. There's like three bedrooms. Beautiful. Big front yard. He paid $118,000. Amazing. So I would have had that already. He lives like a five-minute walk from the Westgate. Oh, God. You're making me me sad. Please. Where's the DFS hour start? He already owns it. (laughs) I know. I own it. So he didn't own it all, but like he he put basically like 25 down. Yeah. I I said, what's your mortgage? He goes, oh, it's, I don't know, $740 a month. It's like like $1,700. Exactly. It's a joke. And he's gonna. He probably already owns it already. Yeah. Like this, that's the problem with this like area. You ago. can't get ahead, right? So that's my what I'm saying. I'm not opposed to ownership, but my thing has always been, no, 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 no. I'm not getting suckered into some long payment ass thing, buying some condo like 600 feet box in a big yeah. city. It's like no, no. Listen, if I win the super contest or if I make some good money. I'm not opposed to walking into the Palms in Vegas. I own this uh, building in here now. You basically get a one-bedroom hotel room. It's like, a, you know what I mean? It's like our boy Frankie owns a place at yeah. uh, City Center. Yeah. He's got a place in Vegas. And, uh, man, you get a place there. Dude, man, it was like $105,000. They give you the keys to your own condo in Vegas. Sounds like a better deal. And at least after, when I'm old, I don't have to worry about rent. Exactly. I get the senior discount, the casino, the silver club. I'll move overseas, though. All right, we'll hit some DFS on the other side. Game time decisions. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network.